Uncovering the reality of the learning to trade journey can be tricky in an industry filled with many myths and misconceptions. The aim of this podcast is to generate clarity over this journey through documenting the challenges and the solutions I personally experience as I move through the process from novice to consistently profitable trader. Everyone's trading journey is unique, yet if a shared tip or trick in this podcast can shave even 1% off of your learning curve, then that will be a job well done. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about my trading for the last six months. Um, As you may know, the first three months of this year, I spent on a demo account. Then on the 13th of April, I went live. So I've been live for just over two months, two and a half months. Um, so yeah, I'm going to talk about kind of my experience on demo, then moving into my experience live. I'm going to talk about mistakes made, solutions to those mistakes. Have mistakes on demo been repeated on my live account? What's been going on? What's the performance been like? Um, okay, so to start with, so demo trading. So I'm going to be quite brief with this because to be honest with you, I did do a, a podcast episode on it. So you can go and look at that. It's called demo trading. And I'll just summarize. So is demo trading necessary? Yep. Because I made one, two, three, four, five mistakes on demo. I entered a trade on the wrong demo account. I miscalculated the position size for one of the trades, meaning that I wasn't risking 2%. I was risking 20%. (laughs) I set the wrong alarm so I wasn't at my chart when I was meant to be. Um, I used the wrong targets for one of my trades and I messed up on how you use the auto break even tool. So as you can see, in terms of the mistakes I actually made on demo, they're all kind of teething issues, I would say. Um, They're kind of things where if you put something in place, like they shouldn't really happen again. For example, I used the wrong target. It's because I had the wrong one written in my cheat sheet. Um, because I was like going back and forth when I was filtering and deciding on which target I was actually going to use and clearly I ended up forgetting to change it. So once I'd changed it to the correct one, you know, kind of problem sorted, it's obviously not going to happen again and it hasn't happened again. Um, in terms of entering a trade on the wrong demo account, so in NinjaTrader you have, when you enter a trade, if you use ChartTrader, then it says account so what account do you want to place a trade on now i initially thought okay it's just going to take my freaking account that's here but if you've got like a couple it just makes sense that you actually have to click the one you want and it automatically goes to my demo account so i have to make sure you know that i'm entering a trade on my live account but the thing that because i haven't made that mistake again and i think the reason that i haven't is because i always go to my positions tab on ninja as soon as I enter a trade, because I want to see, yes, this has been entered. Um, so I would say that's kind of why that hasn't been repeated. Miscalculating position size. Um, yeah, I mean, I have the correct calculations on my wall in a very broken down way. Whereas before, um, I didn't like break them down and that's what ended up in me making a mistake. Um, in terms of alarms, now, I would say I haven't missed a trading opportunity because I've set the wrong alarm. 
I am very on the ball. Not very. I am on the ball, don't worry. But um, I am slightly more alert, I would say. And I think that's just from simply getting into a routine. Uh, I know some people say like, oh, you're just going to be more alert with your live trading. I don't actually feel like that because I was really... I feel like I was more nervous with my demo trading. No joke. I was like really like wanting to get it right and um I think that's why I made some mistakes to be honest because I was just kind of like overthinking the whole thing and you know even setting the wrong alarm like I don't know maybe it's just human error but um I think it was just kind of getting used to a routine and now that I'm used to it do I still set an alarm yes but I'll kind of just go on my phone and set an alarm for 10 minutes for example um if I know I need to check the cat check the charts at four for example or just set a freaking alarm for four so kind of same system but i'm just used to it now um okay so going into q2 because that's not what i've actually spoken about in a podcast before so when i went live um i did i find it stressful like i'm saying i found my demo trading quite stressful i'm not gonna lie um with my live trading, I did feel nervous, but it wasn't like, I'm so nervous, like I'm gonna over trade and I'm gonna be undisciplined. And I never feared that with myself. I never feared the psychological challenges that Im- include, you know, lacking discipline, um, not waiting for a trading setup and just entering setups that you shouldn't be in, over trading. And I think that's because I took the approach that I did. At the end of the day, if you spend a year on something, like why would you do that? It's just kind of just common sense. Um, so like I never was really, I knew that I wasn't gonna have those issues. And I'm not trying to sound arrogant, it's just kind of the truth. But um, <laughs> oh, I just heard how that sounded. Um, but with me, I would say that I did feel, cause I remember I had like two losers in a row. This was right when I first went live two months ago. Um, and they were, I can't remember if it was like my first two trades, but it was within the first few that I lost to. And it made me, I felt like I didn't want to take the next one. I got my setup and I felt like I didn't want to take it. And this is what I'm saying is I feel like I had those feelings when I went live. I had, and it was more a feeling of not wanting to take a trade rather than wanting to be in trades that I shouldn't be in. Like I've never, I've not had that feeling that I've wanted to take a setup that I shouldn't be in, but I did feel like I didn't want to take a trade, right? And the, like the strength of the voice in my head of Jason, Akil, George, who say, as soon as you kind of go down the path of making those mistakes, you are right back at square one again. And I had a kills voice in my set, a kills voice in my head, saying, um, you know, the trades that he ended up not taking in the past are the ones that actually end up winning. So, I just know, like deep down, it's very rooted in my head that consistent action leads to consistent results. I'm meant to be in this freaking trade. Take the damn trade. I will be furious with myself if I went down that path. Whereas if I took another loser, so be it. Um, And it ended up winning, which is kind of funny. So yeah, that's the one time so far that I really felt like I didn't want to take a trade. But like I'm saying, like it wasn't that deep where I actually would have acted on it. And I haven't had that feeling since either. 
Um, and that was also, what was quite, quite important about that, I'm actually really happy that happened, is Jason, he, he does the same strategy as me, he was not looking at that setup. And I think that just like freaked me out on that day when I then, I either like had the setup after he said that, or I was already in it and I was just kind of like, oh my god. Um, like even though I know, even though I know this is my system, I still felt like that for that trade. Um, but I think it was important for me to see it win, even though my coach wasn't taking it, he wasn't even looking at it, and you know, I'd had two losers and I was like, oh god, another loser. But um, I still took it anyway, so I feel like that was an important thing for me to see, and I'm quite glad it happened, to be honest. Um, but yeah, since then, I, I'm pretty, feeling pretty good about things, um, in terms of my psychology. Like, I had a loss yesterday, and I'm just... I'm not even saying that I don't care just to be like, I don't care. But all I genuinely care about is being up in December. That is all I care about. I don't care about short-term wins, short-term losses. It's about the long-term picture of how things are looking in December. Again, ensuring that I'm not making any freaking psychological mistakes. That's another... That's the like the main focus is psychological mistakes. Ensure that I'm executing as I'm meant to be. Um, and then obviously ensuring that I am positive for this year, kind of just following the system's rules at the end of the day, there's kind of nothing I can do except ensure that I'm consistent. Um, so yeah, I haven't, oh yeah, so today I went through and I backtested the first six months of this year because I am at breakeven right now, my account is at breakeven, it's like slightly up but I'm talking not even half a percent, um, I kind of I went into a drawdown when I went live, I then came out of it and actually went up, so I was positive for the year. Um, I then had like a couple losers, then a couple winners again, then a couple losers, so it was kind of like back and forth, and now I'm just like literally at the amount that I started with, but the tiniest bit up. Um, and I was kind of thinking like, is this normal? <laughs> Because my, one of my other fears is that I don't want, I don't know, something weird going on with my system and I only realise kind of once it's too late. Like I want to run a tight ship. I want to be very on top of what I'm doing. I want to be crystal clear. At the end of the day, if you want to turn this into a freaking business, like I know I need to be spot on everything going on. Um, and also just for my own sanity, like I like to know that things are going as expected or if they're not, then I want to know ASAP. I don't want to just freaking sit on it. Um, anyway, so I actually have it written in my trade plan that I need to back test, um, all six instruments every three months. So after the end of each quarter, we're not quite at the end of Q2, but I decided to do it today anyway. Um, so the performance... I'm so freaking happy, like, in okay, so the first three months of the year um, are not reflected in my demo account, and that is due to the mistakes I mentioned that I made on demo, fine, learning, okay, cool, those were three, I would have been positive after those three months though, they did well, these three months, according to my back testing, which I did today, um, my results are, like, match, exact match, um, which is very nice to see, I'm not gonna lie, very nice to see, like, again. Oh, it's just, I just feel like all these kind of horror stories you hear when people go live, um, I've just really wanted to avoid that if I can. 
Um, and it's kind of nice to know that so far I feel like I'm on the right track. Even though, like, I was kind of telling my mum about it and I was saying how I'm basically at break even. And I feel like when you tell someone that um, who's not in trading or doesn't have the right mindset set in trading, they'd be like, oh, let's see. And she's like, oh, at least you're not down. And I was like, no, like, even if I was in a drawdown right now, it's a drawdown at the end of the day. That's the way things go. Like, this isn't a good or bad result. What's good is that I haven't made any mistakes. Um, But, yeah, I obviously need to be positive at the end of the year. Like, that's the result I care about. That is a result I care about. Um, If I was freaking negative or break even by the end of the year, then obviously that's not good do you know what I mean (laughs) because then that is weird that's going against what my results are telling me um so yeah I'm feeling quite good about things and I went and looked at my monthly breakdowns because like I'm saying I want to check it was normal um so once I looked at my monthly breakdowns I could see that they matched what I'd actually got and what else I feel like I'm kind of rambling sorry I, I kind of like prepared things in my mind to say um what else was I gonna say oh yeah I broke down because I was thinking from January to June like what is my normal performance from January to June I like having these numbers it gives me mental clarity it gives me confirmation I this is the thing about trading you literally can't get confirmation from anyone and it it, I kind of don't like it in a lot of ways um you know do I want someone to be like yes to look at myself and be like yes you're going about it the right way that would be a lot easier, but that person's not there, like, you have to be that person, because you're the person that knows your system, like, you are the person that knows your system, no one, like, if someone pays me a hundred grand, I'll do it, but I'm not, no one's going to look for your backtesting results, and, or, like, sit there as you do it, that will be so time-consuming, it's simply unrealistic, it depends on your eyes, like, it depends on so many things, um, could someone oversee that? Yes, but like I'm saying, it would take a lot of manpower, if someone had sat here with me, they'd basically be with me like 10 hours a day, sat there watching what I'm doing. Unless you're paying someone freaking a lot of money, no one's going to do that. Um, so you kind of just have to rely on yourself. And that's why, you know, it's important to have objective methods of how you measure your progress, of how you measure your performance once you're live trading. How do I know that I'm on the right track live if I didn't have this backtesting? You have no way of knowing um, so anyway, I looked at my performance from January to June for the last 11 years, and bar 2011, which was minus 5% in those first six months, the rest are positive, and they are all slightly higher than what 2020's given me, but that is what it is. Um, July to December, um, I would say it's quite equal, like, it's not like there's a clear, there's nothing distinguished in terms of, like, the first six months of the year do better than the second six months, it's kind of just, like, um, I would say it's pretty equal, like, if, but I can see here that if there's, like, a small, um, low ROI in the first six months, then the second half tends to bring it up, like, it's significantly higher, and if there's a significant ROI, um, in the first six months, then the second half tends to be lower, which just makes sense really, doesn't it, in terms of how it's balanced. But yeah, that was cool to see. So I'm expecting July to December to do significantly better than the first six months to the year, because even um, if I hadn't made those mistakes on demo, it's still not near 
where my average is. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling pretty positive about it. I'm feeling very positive that I've looked at my results and that no psychological mistakes. I backtested them so I know that my performance live has been what it would have been if I'd been backtesting. And the reason that's so important is because at the end of the day, I based this decision to go live off of backtesting results. So if my ba- if I had backtested the first six months of this year and my results were way off since I'd gone live, that is very concerning because that also indicates that your backtesting is going to be off whack. Um, so I'm very happy to see that, like I keep saying. Uh, what else can I tell you? Another thing that I'd say has really helped me is definitely um, recording my IPDE freaking out it almost like that feels like someone's watching what I'm doing and the reason I did that is not only for some sort of you know accountability in terms of um I don't know like I just feel like you feel like you're being watched almost which is quite helpful but also because one of my concerns was what if I then re-back test and let's say I get several opportunities that I never took live I want to see what my thought process was on the day that I missed the setup. Um, And like I'm saying, fortunately for me, that hasn't happened. But if it did, I want to dive into that problem so that I can figure it out rather than just not knowing what went on and kind of end up making the mistake again. Do you see what I mean? Um, Like I could see, let's say if it was that I wasn't drawing my ebbs and flows consistently, then I need to, that's a freaking hole in you know, my approach to trading. So I would have to, I would be able to identify that and then you could come up with a solution. Um, whereas if you don't even know what the freaking problem is, then good luck sorting that out. It's not even going to be like finding a needle in a haystack. It's going to be like finding a needle in the freaking ocean where there's like sharks, killer whales, jellyfish. No thanks. Um, so yeah, that's basically the situation, um, but I think the main thing to take away from this is what I said about, I just think, I feel very happy with my approach, I feel very happy with my approach, um, and, you know, the results will come in December, the results will come, but, um, I was so, like, results driven at the start of this year, Jesus, I was so results driven, which is weird, because, like, the whole of last year, I was, I was, pretty process driven at the end of the day like I spent a year back testing um when really I could have just rushed and into live trading um like I I went about everything the correct way and kind of had to bite my tongue and redo things when like I knew that it would end up costing me later on I didn't take shortcuts but when it got to the start of this year I just wanted the result I wanted the result and I wanted it now um and we had a meetup. I don't even freaking know when this meetup was, to be honest, because I don't even know the last time that I could go into central London. I literally miss central London. I miss Finsbury Park. Um, and I was speaking with George about something, and I wasn't even aware that I was being results driven. I really wasn't even aware. And he was like to me, You're being. I can't remember what we were talking about, but obviously something trading related. And he was like, It's because you're being results driven. And I was, it's kind of like the penny just dropped and I was like, shit, like he was right. Um, and since then I kind of feel like I woke up and I'm, I have that awareness now. And I know that the focus is just to focus on executing every day, making sure my process is right, refining, you know, just me generally. Um, and the results will come. 
because if something's worked for the last 11 years um like that's how you make freaking decisions do you know what i mean based on stuff that's gone on so far everything looks reasonable so yes i'll do another update probably at the end of q3 if not q4 obviously oh my god then it's gonna be winter and i hope we can go out anyway i hope you enjoyed this um like i said just a little update today and yes i hope you're not melting like me uh so hot in london freaking hot what's the weather 31 degrees right now i said this to jess though and then i just thought why am i saying this to jess because she lives in dubai and it's just like the wrong person to say it to because <laughs> where she is it's 30 38 degrees jesus i would be dying um anyway so hope you're enjoying the weather if you're a weirdo that likes this heat but otherwise i'll see you guys in next week's episode have a good rest of your week and i'll see you then 